dropped the subject. No, us? Really? Us? Oh, yeah, it's our time. Look at that, huh? Must be a time for Drop the Subject here on the all-new Channel Q. Allie, how was my acting there? <laughs> oh, oh, is it us? <laughs> oh, no, didn't see you there. That was the audio equivalent of, hey, didn't see you there. Yeah, well, no, we've been sitting here for 10 minutes waiting for our time to start talking, and so uh, I was really... You have all really... that time to think of that intro. Also, we are, uh, also, we're here every day at this time, so it shouldn't be that shocking that we were on, but every day that we get called back, mm-hmm. I am a little surprised, especially because we leave every show going, what do we say today that could get us fired? Yeah, and every we... day that my scan card works to get in the building is a good day. Yeah, it is. It's funny... It doesn't really say that much about our career, or maybe it does, that I am, whenever even it hesitates when we get here and the garage doesn't open right away, I, my first thought is always, well, there goes that. <laughs> like, I don't think, oh, there must be a glitch with the, right. I just assume right away, all right, turn around. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that uh, it would be nice to get like a courtesy text message if that happened, but I just, I don't trust anything anymore. Right. We get ghosted when we get fired. Yeah. In fact, I would like a text message every day to just say, uh, come back again tomorrow, <laughs> because until we get that text message, I'm pretty sure yeah. that every day could be our last so this is a this is a limited edition show you're listening to right now it is called drop the subject it's great to have you with us again we've got uh, just the tip tuesday coming up a little bit later in the show today also uh, some very very personal stuff i think that our show maybe gets the most personal of any of the shows on the station i don't know if it's because ali you and i trust each other uh, more than we probably should i think or, we're a little more open than we probably should be but yeah. we get into every nook and cranny of our personal lives let's uh, start with this and just tell me if this makes you annoyed or motivated when someone posts pictures of them at their worst and then at their best either they went through some sort of a body transformation they started to get into really good shape maybe they lost a ton of weight maybe you when you see these this was me uh, two years ago on this exact day, and look at me now. And usually, it's always an improvement. Very rarely do people go. <laughs> I've really let myself go. Here's the muffin top, and it's in its different stages of fruition. Uh, I was thinking about it because I don't know if you spent any time uh, over the past weekend watching the Masters, but people were talking about how you know Tiger Woods hadn't won since 2005, right? Yeah, it was the biggest comeback in golf history. Or right, right. There right? was a lot of blah blah blah. But the real thing was that uh, people were saying this was what. These are the things that were happening the last time Tiger won the the Masters. It was like the iPhone hadn't been invented yet and blah, 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 blah. But I was thinking, I was probably sitting on a couch watching golf in my underwear in 2005, just like I was again uh, a few days ago in, you know, 2019. I bet you if I looked at a picture of myself then and a picture of myself now, I would think, oh boy. There <laughs> I really let a- myself go, but I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing the same thing, mm-hmm. and I, I wouldn't expect to be getting in great shape just laying on the couch watching <laughs> golf. But my question is, in general, then I started thinking about all these pictures people post, and people on Facebook, I haven't been on there in a while. I finally went on yesterday after the show, and- Oh, you're not missing anything. Well, I'm not missing anything that I cared about, but I did miss, I did see a few transformational photos and my question is in general do those motivate you do you get it do you feel i think the goal is at least i think the real goal is people like to brag anytime anytime something goes better for them they like to brag and and i think they're proud of themselves probably well i think that we've all been conditioned to do that on social media you've all been we've we like we have all been conditioned to say if anything is going right in your life you need to maximize it times a thousand and put it on social media so everyone thinks that you're super happy um, with those transformational photos, and I pride myself in, in in saying that I only posted one transformational photo when I lost forty pounds. I just did one photo right at the end. I didn't, and that's my point: is that when you do several, like did a you ton write a, of them, did you write? I don't remember your photo, but I think your your pre, your before photo was so big it actually blocked your after photo. <laughs> so I don't even know if I saw it. But when you posted it, did you write a whole like? Um, Paragraph. No, I didn't. Okay, those I, are the things that maybe bother me more than the photos. Yeah, I think that the caption novels bother me definitely more than the photos, but I think it's the frequency of the transformations. Because if you're going to do a transformation, say you've decided you're going to lose weight. Say, oh my gosh, I have these big moves. I'm not going to let this stand anymore. Are you looking at me? I'm going to I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this bra. I'm going to throw the garbage, and I'm going to start taking control of my life. So if you do one at the end, great, or like a couple three. 
throughout. But there are people that will do one every single week and be like, update everyone. I'm down 0.5 pounds. Right. And this is my favorite part of the journey this week. That's right. when it starts getting annoying is when you overpost the transformation. And if you overpost it, you're really shooting yourself in the foot because no one can see the transformation because you're doing it too fast. Here, I did mine very at the very end for a reason here's because the, you can tell the difference. Well, here's the argument, I guess. The argument that could be made, and I agree with almost everything you said, which is rare. Except don't, the moves. Except for the moves part. I don't think I have moves. And uh, I spent, spent quite a bit of time topless over the last few days and no one commented on my moves. Here's, I think eventually when you post on Instagram, they're going to take your... They're, they're going to take censor my pictures your down. Nipples. I'm going to be censored. Yeah, gonna I'm going to have to start going... I'm going to start having to go to topless equality marches just so I can take my own shirt off. Yeah. Um, when people feel obligated to post, then it, sometimes people use that as their accountability. Like, it's very easy to tell yourself, ah, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. I'll go to the gym tomorrow. Oh, I know I'm not supposed to eat a cheeseburger today, but boy, it looks good. I'll eat the cheeseburger. Whereas, if you know that you are going to be posting a photo of yourself every single week in your journey to do whatever it is your journey is to do, then... It, it holds you accountable. It holds you accountable, which is the only thing that I think people could say. And I guess the argument could always be, if you don't like it, you can always mute me or you don't have to look or whatever. I'm going to do it because I find it beneficial. Here's the other thing. I think that people will always tie a medical reason to their story because it doesn't sound good to say, I want to be vain. I, like it, It'll say something like, most of the stories I'll see, it'll say, I went to my doctor. He said, if I continue at this rate, I, I shouldn't plan on living past 50. So I knew I had to do something and da-da-da-da-da. And then it becomes like a, people almost make their goal to lose weight a life or death situation, which sometimes it actually is, but well, sometimes yeah. it's not. And I think the people rarely say, uh, you know, I was thinking as I looked at everyone else on Instagram, um, boy. I'm fatter than all these people. Yeah, and I don't want to be. I want to be. Uh, I want to look just as good as all these people do uh, in their pictures. I don't want to need to use seven filters to make myself. So they go through this process of well, yeah, I, losing weight, and it becomes vain. It's a vanity project, but I think that's okay. To be well, vain they, is okay. No, I, I think that people are just reframing it. They're not saying that they're vain and want to lose weight and want to be super skinny. They're saying that they want to be body positive. They're saying that they want to be confident and, and, and comfortable in their own skin or they want to be healthy. There's a lot of people that I talk to now that are on like diets or eating plans and stuff and they're not saying that they're on diets. They're just saying, I'm just cleaning up my diet to get healthier. It's not like, I mean, they know in the back of their head, they're really just doing it to lose weight. I think most of the time, but they disguise it through these 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 rose-colored glasses of I'm just being body positive and I'm trying to make a difference in my life and be emotionally and physically healthy. You well, know? I, I I don't know if uh, the just the tip Tuesday that we'll be getting into uh, coming up on the show today is going to transform you in the same way that these transformational photos are apparently transforming all sorts of people uh, online. I just know that this falls into a category of lots of things that I think the intention is positivity, but for some reason they make me feel angry. And you could argue everything makes me feel angry, and you wouldn't be completely wrong in saying that. That's something that people who don't make the transformations do, though. It makes them angry. But the other thing that bothers me maybe more than the transformational stuff are when people post photos like 20 years apart, and they look identical. <laughs> that makes me upset. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So now I'm angry when I'm they- like, what do you want to say? I'm time capsule? Where right. the hell are you? What the- I'm angry when their life goes better, and I'm angry when their life stays the same. So if you could please start posting more photos of things falling- you getting considerably worse. Yeah, I'd like to see like someone who's uh, put on 50 pounds, is completely bald, missing a few teeth, and be like, oh man, the last 10 years have been rough. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff I need to see. Some reverse transformational photos. Well, there are a few that are like admissions of my life. Is like, there's no pictures attached usually, but it's like, hey, by the way, I, I I've really let myself go, and I've decided all of a sudden now I'm gonna in 2019 or whatever I'm gonna make this change. But it's funny you bring all this stuff up because I just there's this story going around right now about this dad, and I, I don't know if this will help you to uh, get motivated to make a transformation, Kevin. But this dad just lost almost a hundred pounds after noticing he couldn't keep up with his children. Let and he was you. going on hikes with them. This forty-year-old guy. Look at him. He's, he's got a big beer gut and everything. Uh, yeah, there's a before and after. And then in like, of yeah, there is. these are but these are before and afters where it's like, oh my god. But he once is again, like ripped. He didn't say he did it because he wanted to look better. He was vain. He came up with a different reason. I wanted to keep up with my children. Let me tell you, no one with children wants to keep up with them. All right, <laughs> nothing would make me happier than to go on a hike and my kids run far away. <laughs> that's that's what I want. 
right. <laughs> like you go find a nice wolf family to take uh, care of. Uh, we will uh, be back in a moment. This is the all new Channel Q, a show called Drop the Subject. Uh, positivity brimming through your radio speakers. Allie right there, Kevin right here. More Drop the Subject after this on the all new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Oh, 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 no, I didn't see you there. This is Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. I'm Allie, and that's Kevin. Did I do a good job? Well, she actually studied theater in college, <laughs> so I would expect her surprise return to the airwaves to be more uh, believable than mine at the beginning of the show. Okay, now here's my accent. Oh, oh, no, uh, I didn't no. see that. Oh, no. no. <laughs> no. Okay, now oh, let's do no. Irish. <laughs> no, no. I can do South African, too. Um, have you ever, Kevin been in a situation where you were out maybe out to dinner or out oh, I thought for, you were going to say wanted to leave the studio in the middle of to, your sentence where you were with a really yes. annoying girl who went to theater school just now just now I know what you're talking about it's like you're talking just to me I've experienced this a couple of times recently and I think now that I am happily married it brings me more joy than it did when I was single but overhearing people on a first or second date has become a really fun eavesdropping opportunity and I and I got to experience it firsthand this weekend where we were uh, we did a very gay thing in, in Vegas we left the casinos and we went to the nearest uh, nat- nature reserve and we went on a very long hike and I probably the first visitors of that place ever in Vegas no there was a lot of people there well, everyone loses all their money they have nothing else to do like what do you want to do well, let's go look at nature lost it's all only money. 15 bucks day pass to get into this place <laughs> so you're saying uh, to go to a pool party in Vegas couple hundred uh, the minimum at the table blackjack bills 15 so mm-hmm. do, well there's a nature reserve 30 miles off the strip yeah alright these are all the people that had to leave Vegas early yeah for whatever reason that's so funny uh, but anyway the, we, were, we were walking we were at the end of our walk and we heard these this couple right in front of us we were close enough where they couldn't really see us but we could hear them very clearly and one of them was really really gorgeous really beautiful girl in great shape the guy was kind of schlubby but you know good good looking enough and they were obviously just from the conversation we could tell they were on one of their first dates and we just kind of picked up the pace a little bit to make sure that we were in with an earshot of this conversation. That's a great workout plan, by the way. You get uh, <laughs> two people that are a little faster than you having a really uncomfortable or personal conversation, right. forcing everyone else to just try to keep up. Yeah, and if you're talking about like eavesdropping conversations, what the best case scenario is, like watching a couple fight is always exciting. Yeah. Um, I don't really enjoy watching parents argue with each other, especially when the kids are there or like punishing their kids mm-hmm. or like unruly kids. People yelling at their dogs is always kind of fun. <laughs> But um, it's always involves like humping something. Yeah, no, get down, get down, get down, get down. Um, but listening to a, an awkward date is always exciting. And this lady was really bombing, and she was she had everything going for her. She looked great. She had, I mean, they were on a very unique date, I would say, which is going on a nice hike in the desert, uh, which also could be a scary murdery situation but I would say murdery date or cheap date really because that doesn't involve anything I mean you don't know what they had planned afterwards or before but that's about as cheap as you get just walk around yeah and if the the girl was like what do you want to do in Vegas he's like I'm going to take you on this hike (laughs) take you to the middle of nowhere (laughs) (laughs) or maybe he you know spent too much on the first few dates and this is where he's at now right possibly he's kind of at the end of his rope very relatable but she started off the conversation but we overheard going I was in this model competition five years ago and I was like ooh that's not a good way to start Mm. and we listened to this woman talking this guy's ear off for a good I mean we were all walking on the same trail for at least 45 minutes and she was going on and on and on and on and then periodically how close did you have to be to them like weren't you not not that uncomfortably close to them? Like, didn't they think you were about to mug them if you're standing there listening to their entire conversation? Um, you would think, but we were in a canyon, so uh-huh. it was very echoey, so, and plus she was very loud in volume. Oh, and uh, So we could hear everything very clearly, and she she had this whole story about how she, uh, she entered into a modeling competition for Ivanka Trump, and then she spent the entire weekend trying to meet her, and then eventually she got a selfie with her hmm. right when she had given up, and it really taught her that Squad as soon as as soon as you stop trying so hard, life just 
hands you lemonade or something well, like that. She's, I don't know. she's a genius, beautiful yeah. genius. She was trying to make a point. I, but uh, this guy me, obviously wasn't enjoying himself. I enjoy th- thoroughly eavesdropping on other conversations. I think it means that we're all voyeurs deep down inside. Like, you know, if you're walking the dog or whatever, you look up and you see someone changing or having sex and the blinds are open a little bit. You're going to watch, even at a, you're not going to go let them notify them and be like, hey, close your blind. You know, you're going to watch, not necessarily in a pervy way, but it's intriguing and we all are very curious in that sort of way. I used to hate it when I would go to a restaurant and they would sit us very close, the little yeah. tables where you sit, everyone's all pretty much borderline a community table. You're that close. Yeah, there's like an inch and a half separating your table from the other person's. I don't mind it now as long as they put me with people on a first or second date. Uh, I, I don't want to sit with another person's been married 10 years whatever that's boring but i i like the concept of a, uh, an early day to get to listen in on that it almost makes you feel better i think there's a couple of good things that come out of that one you feel like you're at a good place in your relationship because you're so much more comfortable you're past all that uncomfortable awkwardness yeah so it's exciting to hear the, the the beginnings of that with other people but also it gives you hope and it reminds you of kind of what you guys were like at that phase too i think it's a beautiful thing i mean not the part where you guys followed them up and down a cliff listening that was weird <laughs> Well, yeah, I think that if I, uh, by the way, I cannot go to restaurants that have that anymore, those really close tables, because uh, I cannot have a conversation with Katie. She will just sit there and look at me while listening to everyone else's conversations. And I'm like, so anyway, like, what about, what did you do today? And she's just like, I can't, I can't engage with you. I'm listening to all these other conversations and it's way too stimulating. Um, But I, I, I do like, and in Tinder culture, I think there's a lot more of these dates being had on any given night or even at coffee shops, you're Mm -hmm. seeing, you're like, like, is this a job interview or a first date? A lot of that stuff you can listen to. And it's it's so gloriously awkward and uncomfortable. And it's so cringeworthy and exciting to, to, to listen to. In this situation, he was obviously tolerating her because she was incredibly good looking. Yeah, because he wanted to get into her canyon later. Yes, exactly. And you know it's a canyon. <laughs> I'm just saying. Beauty queen, right? Am I right? <laughs> but it left me wondering. I mean, we all kind of left at the same time and they got in the car and they drove off and I was like, you know, I would love to be able to circle back with some of these conversations yeah. and just see how long they lasted. You should I mean, have slipped I, I them your like, number and been like, look, just can you fill me in in six months and let me know like what I happened just, here? Go up to the guy and be like, is this going to last? I really want you to just text me when you break up. I mean, uh, that's uh, listen, you were invested. You've now invested into another. You're, you're already at the point in your relationship where it's like, all right, same old, same old. So now you're investing in another one. To kind yeah, of I know where my on. relationship's going. I like that concept. I always hear about people that are smart in business. Like, we got it on the ground floor of this plan or this, or this guy was the third guy in an Uber or whatever. I like the idea of being able to invest early in relationships yeah. and being like, all right, I'm in on this one. And yeah. then, and then you know, if they stay together for a while, somehow you get paid or you get part of their wedding gifts or something. Then I would love to have eavesdropped on Jeff Bezos' first date with his wife. I'm sure I'm sure that is going <laughs> to go. I would love to get part of that. Really well. Income. And they're going to stay happily together for a long, oh, wait, what happened? Oh, my God. Oh, no, darn. Well, yeah, um, I, I think that that would be great. If I could just... I mean, now I'm always going to wonder what happened to that couple. And I don't think that they're going to get married or anything, but I th- I would love to just know how long that relationship lasted. Or if you see a news story of a hiker that's gone missing, you at least have the insight. <laughs> Super hot information. hiker that one, once meant Ivanka hey, Trump goes missing. When life gives you lemonade, you know, you go missing. <laughs> this is the all-new Channel Q. We'll be back in a moment. Coming up, just the Tip Tuesday. It's going to make this the greatest day of the week. Even though science says it is the most depressing day of the week, we're going to change that for the better. Uh, plus, news or lose it. And I think, um, well, I don't want to give too much away, but there may be another musical theater to get to. <gasps> what? It's the all-new Channel Q. Drop the, the subject. subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. It is the all-new Channel Q, a show that is called Drop the Subject. You want to call us? Double dog dare you. 833-77-CALL-Q. That's 833-77-CALL-Q. That is the number that gets you into the station pretty much any time during the day when you want to uh, join in on the conversation. Maybe you're a new listener. It's great to have you on board. Uh, As you've learned by listening to this station, even though it is an LGBTQ-themed radio station, I am a straight guy. There are plenty of straight people that listen. I got to meet a bunch of them this past weekend at uh, Coachella. 
So it's really a station that is giving everyone a voice, but also giving everyone something to listen to. So it's good to have you with us. That is Allie right there, lesbian lady, Kevin right here, straight man. And you are who you are, and we welcome you in this totally interactive and totally inclusive environment. On Tuesdays, we have a bit of a tradition. Allie and I leave here, and we get into a fist fight in the Did parking lot. Did you say lot. tradition? Uh, tradition. That's right. We both take dumps after <laughs> the, the show. At the same time. <laughs> we lap it up, and we go number two. It's a tradition. <laughs> now, we, uh, we do just the tip Tuesdays because uh, science says that Tuesdays is the day of the week. People are the most exhausted from the weekend that already was, but they still have so many days left before they got to get through the week. And even though we're going into a holiday weekend, a lot of people uh, will not be looking at Good Friday like a Good Friday. They will be exhausted on Friday. Wait. And that is why, yeah, that's coming up. Yeah, but you don't get the, it's not a holiday, like well, you don't get some, the day off on Monday. Some, not, you don't technically get the day off on Friday or Monday, but some people take that day off. And I think sometimes they close things down. They say like Easter observed. I mean, what, you think you, if, you're observing Easter on Sunday. Do you have to observe it for more days than that? Apparently, if you don't. If I get the day off, then I will observe like crazy. I on think Monday. I got a parking ticket one time on Monday after Easter, and I and I think I fought it, and it was like I thought today we observe it. <laughs> we eat on Sunday, and Monday we observe. There's sometimes that used to be a thing. Maybe it doesn't happen as much anymore, but I remember there was times. Well, the Good Friday, I guess people take off sometimes. Well, if they're listen, super religious. Any Friday, you're not going to work. It's a Good Friday, as far as I'm concerned, right? <laughs> hey, oh. On Tuesdays, though, we uh, give you just the tip Tuesday to make this a better day to deal with. These are all little uh, life hacks and tips that can make your life better. Today is a topic that I think could not be more fitting for this week. Yeah, and uh, it involves spoilers. I know that Game of Thrones, I, I was watching the news and it said the Game of Thrones season premiere might be just the most anticipated one of the year. It's like, yeah, duh, lady. Um, everyone is watching Game of Thrones and if you have not seen the season premiere, then you are definitely at high risk for getting spoiler alerts. I have not seen the premiere yet. I don't know if you have, Kevin. Yeah, I saw it. You did? Yeah, I watched it. Okay. Not on Sunday. I watched it on Monday. I watched oh, okay. it yesterday. Yeah, and I, I still have not seen it. So I have been afraid to go online or to talk to anybody that I know watches the show. And, you know, there are a lot Jon of people. Jon Snow died. No, he didn't. Yeah, he's dead. No, he didn't. Well, he died many seasons ago. Well, yeah, then he came back. I know. It's well, like his own Easter. I'm just, uh, he is. Jon Snow. Jon Snow Christ. <laughs> Just no Christ. You're a Targaryen and a Christ. There were, um, by the way, lots of things being spoiled for you know, this past weekend coming out of the weekend. And I know we're into, uh, you know already Tuesday, but if you think about between the Masters tournament that was going on and people... Oh, don't spoil it. I don't know who won. Sometimes people were not watching that live, so they were like getting updates and they didn't want them. There was the Game of Thrones stuff. There was Coachella-related things where certain surprise performances happened. Maybe people were planning on going to Weekend 2 of Coachella, so they, they were like, wow, well, now I know about this. So it, it's a, we live in a life of spoilers. We truly do. Yeah, and I think that it's getting more... It's getting so... Um it's getting so rampant that spoilers are now in in news headlines. Like, I saw yeah. an actual spoiler that was just within the headline. Like, they used to just be like, you'll never guess who died on Game of Thrones. Spoiler alert. And then if you click on it, obviously you know what you're getting into. But if you after, see a spoiler the last in the election, headline... Remember after the last election, I didn't want to know who won because I had not <laughs> seen all the... Uh, I like to go state by state and it was like Trump president. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? Don't spoil it for me. Jeez. You wanted to watch it live, right? Yeah. Uh, so... We thought it appropriate to share with you how to avoid spoilers online. These are the tried and true tips in order to avoid seeing any kind of spoilers so that you can watch your show and be as surprised as you want to be. So, number one. Be Amish. Be Amish. Don't, I mean, that's actually kind of true. You wouldn't need the internet for spoilers, but then again, you wouldn't have anything to be spoiled. <laughs> the only thing I'd be spoiling is the milk that you made. Right. Butter. I think cows make milk still. <laughs> Amish make the butter. Um, that's a good history lesson. Uh, install browser add-ons. That is the first one. So if you are going to go online, I mean, the, the big rule of thumb here is don't go on social media, don't go on the internet, don't talk to anybody, don't use your phone. That's but impossible. Who can do that? It's impossible, right. So you have to use a browser add-ons. To avoid spoilers, you got to get a browser extension that protects you. Many of these services can interact with every page that you visit on your web browser, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or just any general news site. So Unspoiler is one of the best extensions that you can use, and I, I think that you can click on the shows that you don't want to read about, and then 
after you've saved your choices, it'll filter properly so that you're not seeing those. But the, the problem with adding the add-ons on, in addition to the fact that I always feel like they come with a ton of viruses and and spyware and spamware and everything else, even if they're you know even if you're recommending them, is that maybe I do want to read about that show after I've seen it. That's the thing. Well, then you have to just unclick it. But then I don't remember how to get to the extension. Yeah, I, Once it's installed, right. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Because then, sometimes, I, after I watch a show, I do need to read an article to explain what the hell I just watched, especially with a Game of Thrones, where I don't really know exactly what I just saw. But if I got it all blocked, it's almost like it doesn't exist. Well, and also, if you are still getting excited about a show like Game of Thrones, I want to read about Game of Thrones, but I don't want to read the spoilers. So I want to know about the Game of Thrones drinking game, for example, mm-hmm. but I don't want to know what happened in the season premiere of Game of Thrones, so you'd probably run into some problems there. Filtering Twitter. That's another thing you can do. I guess you can go to the settings page on your browser and you can type in specific words and phrases that you don't want to see. And I guess you could do that for anything. It doesn't have to be a show. It could be something like the election or golf or even like a trigger word that really bothers you. You want to create a safe space online. You can put in all the words that make you feel sensitive or upset and you can filter those out so that you can live in a world that utopia that you've created for yourself. Didn't you one time do something where all the pictures of Trump turned into cats or something like that? Yeah, that was actually an extension. Yeah, it was uh, Make America Kittens Again. Right. It was Allie a great extension. Anytime there was any story about Trump, I think you saw the story, but the picture was changed out with a cat, right? Yeah, it was a really cute cat. Okay. Actually, I need to reinstall that. That was really <laughs> helpful. Um, okay, telling all of your friends, that's the other thing, is your friends will go up to you and be like, oh my God, I can't believe that Jon Snow died or whatever. And you're like, damn it, I haven't seen it. You have to send like a pre-alert to all of your friends and let them know, especially if you're going to see them in a social situation, you have to tell them, I have not seen it. I have not seen it yet. Do not say anything to if me. If any person sent me a text asking ahead of time to be quiet about the results of anything, I would make it my mission to find it and get it to them immediately. I would make it, <laughs> like I wouldn't think to do that normally, but if someone was like, I just want you to know, I'm going to be on a flight, I'm going to be really behind, please don't, t-. I would make sure that that would like hire a sky well, people like you, yeah. to, write, to write what happened over their house. Well, I think that you, uh, didn't something get spoiled for you? Was it Game of Thrones? No, and that's, then- we had a listener one time that spoiled uh, Walking Dead oh, Walking uh, after Dead. I had He called said- and as soon as we picked up the phone, he... He said who died, and I, I was behind. I didn't want to see it, and he t- so I gave out his cell phone number on yeah. the air, and he, yeah. he was forced <laughs> to change his, change his phone number, and yeah. he had to get one of the new area codes, and no one likes getting the new area code. And he could have sued you, but he knew that he w- you were just getting back at him for, for something that he shouldn't have done in the first place, mm-hmm. so he, he understood that. He also knew that, that if he wanted to sue mistake. me, there was a long line, and he would have had to wait. <laughs> Many other people wanted to sue he me He knew he wouldn't him. get anything right. out of you. All right, and then finally, the comments section. If you are going to click on any kind of uh, Game of Thrones related article or even someone who posts something about it. People love to spoil shows in comment sections and forums. They earn that reputation because they're often less regulated than major sites and because some commenters love to be annoying, they will always spoil stuff. So if you're scrolling through, uh, you'll get that spoiler that you weren't necessarily thinking you would get. So you can switch off or hide comments on the sites that you regularly frequent. They might even just comment on a Game of Thrones spoiler when it's not even a Game of Thrones article. So just don't read any comments ever. And I would say that's actually good rule of thumb just for always. Yeah, no one's ever gotten anything positive out of reading a comment no. it was either negativity hatred someone trying to promote some fat loss product or yeah, it or was some radio show right or some dumb radio yeah. radio show like this one yeah. perhaps we're going to get into all the comments that we've gotten recently after these messages uh let me say the other thing i hate which isn't really necessarily a spoiler alert situation is when it, they'll, it'll say fan theories they'll be like you know is game of thrones really just a dream from malcolm in the middle <laughs> the hell are they talking about? Wait, really? <laughs> That's what fan theory. It'll be like, Finn, they'll explain it. They'll be like, you know, you'll notice in the third episode, the fifth guy that comes in, his name is John, which is all, and it's like, oh, Christ. Oh, no. So that stuff, I, I'm all about being well, a fan of things, getting excited, having something to look forward to. Sunday depression is real, so to have something to look forward to late into the night, into the evening on Sunday night is always a good thing. I'm on board with that. Um, but yeah, the spoiler alerts, uh, this has become an epidemic. Probably the big, in fact, whatever presidential candidate runs on stopping spoiler alerts, or spoilers, I will vote for. <laughs> you hear that, Buddha gig? Buddha gig? You're the guy for Get spoilers. Kevin on your side. Right. Uh, the other thing is that I don't think it's just humans that are spoiling things now. It's robots. Yeah. Did you see that article about how yes. the AI is now predicting who's going to die on Game of Thrones? So uh, now it's not even people. It's it's robots.
robots that are spoiling everything. So, I don't like F these you, bots. robots. I'm Thanks. sorry. I'm sorry, robots. Thanks for nothing, robots. Uh, all right. If you want a spoiler about this show, here's one for you. We'll come back. We'll get into News It or Lose It. That is next. Oh, man. <laughs> on the all new <laughs> Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel, channel 2. Can we start over? Nope, we're live. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> Sorry, this is a live show, and sometimes you got to hear Allie have a giant stroke on the air. How was that? <laughs> Great. Uh, it won't be the last stroke on this show, and it wasn't the first. Uh, we will be right back. We have to take another break because we are running way behind. But when we get back, we will give you the headlines for News It or Lose It. And just to give you a little tease, there is something we talked about a couple weeks ago in regard to funerals and how they are changing. And there is a new trend in the way funerals are being run. I think that gives you and I a little comeuppance, Kevin. Ah, so, comeuppance. Yeah, we will. Sweet, sweet comeuppance, which is, by the way, a new evening show right here. <laughs> Don't miss it. It's also the catering here. <laughs> mm, I want the comeuppance egg rolls. Drop the, the subject. subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. The all-new Channel Q. Hell yeah, we're back at it again. Another hour of good stuff, including News It or Lose It. Terry O'Terry. <laughs> An Anagasta. Uh, we will uh, get into News It or Lose It right He's now. Dead. Uh, on the all-new Channel Q, where we learn some things that are actually happening in the world. As we speak, Allie is the smarter one of the two of us. Wow. Never heard that before. Let me finish. Allie is the smarter one of the two of us, not counting me. I don't get it. That's not really a joke. More of a riddle. <laughs> we'll explain it at the end of the hour. Allie, what's up? You're standing up? on a block of ice. What's, <laughs> and what time do the trains intercept in Milwaukee? Uh, what, I think now we just realize that we're both dumb. That's what we were getting at. Let's get into right. the uh, headline selection portion of News It or Lose It, everyone's favorite and most knowledgeable elimination game show. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. All right, headline number one. Here's how, well, here's how it works. I will give you a headline, and we decide whether we news it or lose it. The ones we lose, we will not get into. The ones that we news, we will dive deep into. Balls deep. Okay, headline number one. Olive Garden fan busted while eating plate of spaghetti with hands. God. I love it. <laughs> you know me. I love that. <laughs> if, if you were like an executive at a TV network, you would say yes to the most random shows. All right, uh, people just eating spaghetti with their hands. I love it. That I love should it. be a Make show, it. as far as I'm concerned. Make the Olive Garden thing a show. I will say lose it okay. for now. All right. Uh, headline number two, new funeral event planning trend puts the fun in funeral. This is something I think we predicted, like you uh, teased at the end of the last hour. I would like to hear exactly what you're talking about, and uh, I say we definitely news it. Mm-hmm. All right. Headline number three, mysterious bowls of mashed potatoes confuse Mississippians. Well, I understand why mashed potatoes could be confusing. And mysterious. Uh, I know that our station is a huge hit right now in uh, Mississippi. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say lose it. Okay. And then finally, platypuses on Prozac, cuttlefish on crack. Here's how human drugs are getting into the water and making fish high. I am pretty sure I know the answer. It involves flushing stuff down the toilet, but I'm interested <laughs> anyway. Let's news it. All right. All right. If you are snorkeling and that school of fish seems to be moving particularly fast, could be normal or they could be on amphetamines. <laughs> <laughs> because fish... Insects and other sea creatures are all getting high on the regs now, thanks to us. The pharmaceuticals, they leave our bodies, they leave our homes, they leave our factories. So I think you are kind of right, Kevin, about the flushing down the toilet thing. Um, but I think also our dr the drugs that we ingest, we then expel from our bodies and then they go into the ocean and they enter the waterways. And then fish, bugs, mollusks, crustaceans, birds, and warm-blooded animals are all ingesting abnormal amounts of uppers and downers, and suddenly the entire ocean is like an episode of Nurse Jackie. You know what we got to do? We got to open up the first ever animal rehab center. <laughs> 
for opioid addiction or something like they that. They do animal equine therapy with fish? Yeah, we would have, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty ridiculous concept, but then again, we would be the only game in town. So we'd have 100% of all, and this is like the beginning of what will be an epidemic. I would watch Ocean Intervention. Oh, Ocean Intervention's great. Yeah. Uh, the dolphin was cool, then all of a sudden started getting hanging out with a new crowd. <laughs> now this octopus, all he cares about is getting high. He's like eight crack pipes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Will uh, you take this gift of calamari? <laughs> All right, here's an overview of what's going on down there right now. Antidepressants are causing snails to peel off the rocks. Crabs are exhibiting risky behavior due to abnormal serotonin levels. Platypuses in Melbourne are ingesting more than half the recommended dosage of Prozac on the daily. Oh, jeez. Salmon are on benzos causing them to migrate twice as fast. See, some of this stuff, I'm like, is this bad? Like, if they're migrating twice as fast, isn't that kind of a good thing? No, because what it does is that messes up the whole ecosystem. Everything is planned on certain things happening at certain times. There's a reason why certain times of the year, it's the water's warmer, so they've got the right amount of algae to do whatever they got to do. And now if people start moving at different times, migrating early, they're there before their partner's there, they can't have sex, they just have to masturbate in the ocean. It's a mess. (laughs) Wow, that sounds horrible. Uh, It's all about the algae, isn't it? The algae, like, makes everything, it makes the world go round. It has a lot to do with it. If you screw up the algae, everything's gone. Uh, And then female starlings are becoming less attractive to the males as a result of drugs. So, I don't know if it's, that seems a little sexist to me. Why is it just because the females are on drugs, they're not as attractive to the males, and the males still maintain their attractiveness so, you, know, you have some friends that get uh, high and they're fun and others that get really sloppy yeah it's probably like they start that. losing their teeth and picking their face yes <laughs> that's what it is it's uh the females are uh face pickers <laughs> like pole dancing starlings we learned when we did um learning from the animals on this very show right here on channel q that when they did the test with the octopus and they gave them uh, Molly, remember that? They gave them MDMA. Oh, yeah. And they found out that they liked to cuddle a lot more when they were on drugs. Obviously. That was the entire study. <laughs> I don't know what else we learned from that other than the fact that octopuses or octopi like to uh, do cuddle. Do the same stuff on Molly that we like yeah, to Yeah, they do. like to get all yeah. touchy and give massages with all their eight arms. Yeah, yeah. And they had little like feather headdresses on all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, it was, like a, Coachella it, was a, it was a very Coachella thing. Uh, and I also think that if we are, if the drugs are getting into the fish, the fish are eating the drugs, then we catch the fish and eat the fish. Are we then ingesting the drugs that we gave them and it kind of all comes back around? Yeah, I mean, I think sushi chefs are the new drug dealers. <laughs> Because if you can't get any of your meds the way that you want to get them, and you can't get a doctor to write you a prescription, just yeah. go have a few tuna rolls. And With Adderall. Yeah, you'll be all you'll be all good to go. I'll have the uh, Adderall sashimi. <laughs> wow, great! It's like a you know we talked about how um, they're feeding fish certain things before they get killed, like chocolate or citrus, and it makes the fish taste different. Yeah, yeah, you could do that with like, all right, I want this one to be on meth. If you think about it, steady diet of meth. It's not that much different than when we were a kid and we had to take medicine, and our parents would have to like hide it in our applesauce. You know, they would. It's it's kind of just like the adult version of that now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, we've got our finger on the pulse, Kevin. We talked recently about how funerals are getting more and more fun lately. I even brought up the idea of destination funerals. Mm-hmm. And then wouldn't you know it, that, I mean, that's not happening yet, but I think it could be very soon because we are now learning about the existence of funeral event planners. Just like a wedding planner, people are hiring celebration of life planners to make their loved one's memorial service something that their guests will never forget. So sad services are now transformed into buzzworthy things like memorial paloozas, golf course cocktail send-offs oh, instead of services, great. I like that. <laughs> backyard potlucks, and even full-on concerts. Potluck. What's the secret ingredient? Oh, it's Carl. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the chili, you see. I brought these muffins. It's what he would have always wanted. <laughs> uh, one person got a hot dog truck and a string of stand-ups, including Jerry Seinfeld, for their father's memorial service. Oh, that guy had money. Yep. That's, some, that's someone who got left at a pretty nice inheritance and blew a, chun- a ton of it on a hot dog yeah, truck Yeah, he's like, what Seinfeld. else do I do with all this money? I right. guess I'll just get Jerry Seinfeld to perform. Um, a lot of funeral homes are putting in dance floors. Instead of uh, sad chairs. Instead of crying floors. Instead of crying. No dance floors, also just known as floors. <laughs> Coffee stations have been replaced with full bars, and they're even getting eco-friendly um, caskets. So they're getting kind of 2019 about these things, too. Not only fun, but, uh, you know, 
eco-friendly, biodegradable coffins and shrouds. Well, I you know recently went to a funeral, and it was strange because it was a pretty traditional funeral. I mean, sad, crying, a couple of laughs here or there. When we went to the feast, I guess, after the funeral, and it was a feast because the guy who died was a huge eater, and he had a big appetite, and, and one of the things that happened toward the end of his life was he got his uh, stomach band removed so that he could eat big meals again because he had that stomach uh, stapling surgery, you know? Okay. And, when he and knew was that, this a shock when he died? No, well, well, when he knew, it was he died from an unreally, I mean, he had cancer, oh, but, but when he knew that it wasn't going to, he wasn't going to last very long, oh. he said they, they, were, they were going to do some surgery or some check on some things and they cut out his stomach band regardless that he goes I want to have some big meals anyway long story short at the end of the uh, feast they handed out cookies with his picture on them oh and I found that to be rather strange because it was like take it with you and the last thing I think anyone wants I mean a cookie is a delicious thing people love a cookie but but it's hard to eat a dead guy yeah a picture of a dead guy on it so did you eat it I had four (laughs) I thought that that's what he would have wanted. Uh, the guy liked to eat. So I had four cookies with his face See, on it. See, I can imagine something similar like that happening for your funeral. Not to get macabre, but uh, I think no, that's that you, okay. Let's get cob. You would, you would, you would want to have a big feast. You'd probably want a a, a backyard golf course cocktail yeah. send off. Yeah, I would like something that. like that. I would like to inconvenience as many people as possible. Uh, perhaps <laughs> have one person every day of the week come by, pay some respects, bring something <laughs> to the family. It'd be like the long. It'd be like a wake, but like five times as long. Yeah, really long, really inconvenient. I would make sure they put my body in a bunch of different places. It would be hard to get to. Like you'd have to go and be like playing your whole week around it. Because I think that people. <laughs> that's what I want people thinking when they're instead of instead of being sad. I want them being so resentful. Like I can't believe this guy's dead and he's still ruining my yeah. week. That's what. I, that's what I want to do. That's why I want to do a destination funeral. But I want to do it. At a really crappy destination that no one likes. Uh, let's all go b- Barry Alley and Sheboygan. <laughs> They're like, well, at least we got a weekend out of it, right? What yeah, are we going to do in Sheboygan? But I also oh, feel like nothing. That's, that's the kind of thing that people can easily not go to because it's not year around anymore to f- like make us feel guilty for not going. Oh, I'll still find a way. My spirit oh, will well, that's torment you. What you need to say. That's <laughs> what you need to say. Like, by the way, no pressure to go, but if you don't yeah. and there is such a thing as ghosts, I will haunt the S out of you. Yeah, well, I think there are some people who want their loved ones to be sad and miserable. I mean, not not miserable necessarily, but I think it's like the celebration of life is great, but I think there are some people where if they die, they want to see some real devastating crying. Celebration of life is where it's at. I've said this before. I think the reason people get married a lot of the times when they maybe shouldn't is because they like the concept of throwing a major party. It's usually the biggest party you'll ever be a part of that's kind of focused on you. If we can figure out a way to do, like I was talking before, Allie, I was a big fan of the post-marriage bachelor and bachelorette parties because you don't really need those when you're single. You need those after you've been married for a year. If you make, if you last a year, you should have a massive bachelor or bachelorette party. That's my first thought. But Absolutely. secondly, the funeral thing, the funeral thing should be a party and it should happen while In you're Vegas still alive. Strippers. No, it should happen <laughs> while you're alive. The funeral should be a pre-funeral and it should happen five years before you're going to die. That's a Golden Girls episode. Oh, really? Yep. Well, and then uh, Betty White forgets to tell everyone that Sophia is actually alive. So everyone thinks that she's dead at the well, funeral and then right. she shows up. So do it's the funeral funny. while you can enjoy it. And then when you die, actually die, just have someone just flush your uh, body in the toilet like the fish with the drugs. Yeah, but then you know? all the people you know are going to be like, ugh, they're having like a, pre, a pre-funeral thing and then a funeral shower and then no, an no, actual just one funeral. Party, one and then party. Then, uh, this is my living funeral. I want to come here. I want everyone to say nice things yeah, about me. Yeah, but then me. when you actually die, they're going to want to plan something no, else. No, at that point, you, you, you miss that's what I said. You flush the body down the toilet like the fish. <laughs> right down the toilet. Bigger toilet. Yeah. This has right. been News It or Lose It. We've uh, covered a lot of ground here. All the fish, all the ocean life are high, and uh, people are turning funerals into raves. Yeah. And I want to talk to this uh, event, pl- this funeral event planner. I think that'd be right. fascinating. Let's uh, book him on the show ASAP. We, uh, we have to wrap it up. Be back in a moment. This is the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. the subject this is the all new channel Q it's a show that is called drop the subject to Allie right there Kevin right here Uh, you know beards have made a real comeback the last few years obviously the hipsters bringing back the beards a lot of people wearing the beards 
Let me ask you, Allie, as a woman who's into women, a lesbian, do you think that there will ever be a time when lady facial hair is not only accepted, but it is like the hot trend or it's the Mm. kind of thing that women are... The bearded lady. Yeah, maybe not full-on bearded lady, but like, I, I mean, I know... Like my wife gets her uh, lips waxed upstairs and downstairs. Thank you very much for asking. Um, but now I, I say that because the place she goes to has two floors, and sometimes she goes oh, upstairs. Got it. And got it. That's what, what you did mean. you think I meant? No, uh, I thought you meant vagina. Oh, you weirdo! <laughs> Sick. Uh, would, do you think that that would ever happen? And would you be on board with the lady mustache train? I think mustache easier than beard, but I have seen. Uh, women that have had, uh, uh, you know, long... I think you're one of the women I've seen that has had a long uh, hair coming out of your chin before. I do have one hair, yeah, yeah. that just randomly shows up. It's um, goatee. It's funny you ask this because my wife actually just this morning before I left for work said that she thinks she wants to start getting her chin waxed. Oh, boy. That's and then hot. she said, look... <laughs> You don't have those conversations on the first few dates, but if we're married, <laughs> oh, that's when those conversations I know. Start. Do you think that couple was like, we had to listen to this married couple talk about how they want to wax their chins? <laughs> <laughs> they really were boring. Um, she And I was like, I mean, I guess she was trying to show me how long her face hair had gotten. And it's just like little peach fuzz. It's not like it's dark hair or anything like that, but it was making her self-conscious. I was like, it doesn't bother me. You can keep keep it. You know, as long as you want. Um, it, it would bother I, you, though. It, it would. I don't bother think you. it would, though. It would bother you if people started noticing it and sa- and not telling you, like, or saying things to you about it. it if it, it was dark, dark hair. I mean, but it, it it's like I've I've married this woman. I've known her for ten years. So if she all of a sudden had a full on goatee or something like that, or some peach fuzz or some stubble, I guess that would be a, a change that I would have to go through. I don't know if I would love that, but I also do. I'm like, if, if I see like a drag king, I see a lady who's in drag. See, people she's love a, that. Yeah, people I, I find that, that to be kind of hot. So I think that you hold an androgyny thing is getting very sexy and very in for people. Like I think that the man bun and the guys growing their hair out to be really long and they're wearing clothes that are more gender neutral and things like that. You don't really know what anyone's sexuality is anymore or how they identify. It's kind of new and exciting and titillating. Well, remember, unibrows were back kind of a little bit. I think that was a thing maybe a year ago where it was like everyone was you know growing these big unibrows and I was like finally my time to shine and <laughs> but then it, it didn't last long and I think it was only for women and it was all, it was like all these like models that were already you know as we've said before you've said many times super attractive people have to try to come up with things to like ug themselves up a little bit yeah they're, they're like still okay, what if I grew attractive. a beard and a unibrow I'm still but hot I think that we are not that far away and you can mark my words we were right about the funeral call uh, lady facial hair Female facial hair will be um, coming very soon to a face near you, and I think that it's going to, all all you're going to need is one big celebrity to start the trend, or one influencer. Fine, I'll be the one. No, no, I said big big celebrity. I'm not talking literally big. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Nope. Uh, I think that it depends on the facial hair for me personally and what I'm into. If there was like mutton shops or something, I don't know. That's a good or bad one. I think that's a good one. I could see a Fu Manchu or a flavor saver on a lady looking pretty hot. Yeah, I think a flavor saver would be much better on a lady than a guy. I think there's certain facial hair that would work better for women than for men. And I always said, if I ever had facial hair, I'm kind of jealous of guys because you can do a lot of different stuff with your facial sure, hair. Sure and then can. you can, I mean, the, the fact that I always see you in the same kind of thing I feel like you can take more advantage of the fact that you have facial hair. I mean, you can, if you shave, maybe one day you have like a, uh, uh, like a, a handlebar mustache. The next day, day you have a goatee. Doesn't the next day like you have that. the mushroom, mutton chops. No, you just takes, do something different every it day. It takes many days to grow enough to, uh, to turn it into a landscape. I think that if it does start with the women, it won't start with like a push broom mustache. It'll have to start small with like a little Hitler mustache (laughs) or it'll have to go maybe like pencil mustache, like a Salvador Dali sort of thing before it actually builds to full on beard. I think we're going to inch into this, but I'm telling you, mark my words, it may not be till 2020, but I think uh, lady facial hair is going to be big. I think it's going to become a big trend. I think it's a big industry. I got to figure out how we get involved in this, but um, I'm just saying, uh, I know there's a, a a lot of talk where you think that's a guy thing. Only guys get all the glory of the facial hair, and a lot of the a lot of the women um, that have transitioned from being a man. It's one of the frustrating parts is having to deal with ha- how to stop that because it's constantly shaving or trying to do some of that laser removal. But I think that 
It, don't uh, stop that now because you're going to want to grow that facial hair pretty soon. Well, I think people are already starting to not shave everywhere. Oh, remember God. January? I remember January. I think it's become April Harry. Oh. I, I think it's just continuing on. I think people are not. I, I mean, what about this? What if what if women started getting fun and creative with their leg hair? What if I started doing little designs? I started spelling stuff, oh. growing things out. Oh. Started doing little emblems, Game of Thrones symbol or something. Uh, even on Game of Thrones, you got a hand of the king right on my thigh. Even the Game of Thrones women, you know, they, they all have you know a lot of hair down there, you know, merkins, etc. Yeah. Mean, but their legs are shaved. You never see a <laughs> you never see a Game of Thrones character that shows her legs. You're like, oh my god, that doesn't happen. So even yeah, but there, they, in real medieval times, they were hairy. Well, we don't know that for a fact. No, I've been I, to the I, restaurant medieval times and my waitress did not have leg hair. <laughs> I'm just I saying. made sure they said smoking or non-smoking, leg hair or no leg hair. <laughs> I uh, answered them. She did have mutton chops, though. That, that was what was on the menu. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. See all new Channel Q. This is Drop the Subject. Uh, when we return, good news. A big surprise awaits us all. Ooh. Drop the, the subject. subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. It is the all-new Channel Q. We uh, can't thank you enough for being with us. That is Allie. My name is Kevin. If you're just joining us, it's good to have you on board. I know we've covered a lot of ground today, but there are still more important things we have to talk about, like Allie's father being hacked by the Russian government. Is that what <laughs> we don't know if they're Russian. Oh, well, what happened? Uh, well, my uh, my this is my father-in-law. So as you know, I have several fathers. I have my dad number one, the first one. I got stepdad number one. I got stepdad number two. And now I've got my father-in-law. So this is a fourth dad. And um, he is the only one who's not great at technology. Like if he got a scam call he, and they were like, let's get your social security information. He'd be like, oh, I'm sure. What, well, what do you need? You seven of the numbers. Right. So um, he called this weekend and he said, you know, I... I was checking my bank account and um, looks like someone took ten grand out of my savings account. Wow! Yeah, you got to be in a good position, by the way, if you don't notice ten grand is missing instantly. <laughs> well, I think this is like you know his his little nest egg, his right. little safety, you know, his little savings account. This is what we're supposed to inherit, his right? Rainy day. Oh, this that's is ten dollars, ten thousand dollars of our inheritance. That's why you're concerned because right. when he, uh, you know, eh, is no longer here. That's your. <laughs> I was sweet... like, whoa, whoa, whoa! What's going on here? Let's figure this out. But I, it's a tough position to be in because, you know, when an old person gets scammed, it's hilarious. <laughs> you don't want to make them feel bad. For falling for it. Yeah, for right. falling for it. But you also want to help us. So he's like, all right, well, I got to call the bank and explain this to them and figure out what's going on. But we were like, uh, should we be in on this phone conversation? Because I feel like he doesn't fully understand what happened or how somebody got his information and how to fix it. Did it involve Western Union? It probably did. No, it involved somebody called on the phone and did a phone transfer. What? So somebody called the bank and got a phone transfer and, and made it happen. And then they changed the account information to reflect their own personal information. Like there was a new phone number on there as a contact number that's not his phone number. And we tried to call it and nobody answered. And then they've done several... Uh, withdrawals over the past few weeks. So there was like one for like five grand, another one for like 6,500, another one for like five grand. So, you know, Katie's getting into his account to try and make sure that everything's like frozen and stuff. And then we were like, should we take out a little? Wait, yeah, well, yeah, he won't know how much was taken. Huh? A little, like a little the bank is just going to reimburse him at this yeah, point. Yeah, so. I mean, look, at some point, you know, you spill a bag of chips on the floor, there's still a few left before you return it. You get a few chips, you know? Right, exactly. So I'm wondering where we go from here because. Should we now? Is I mean, like, after you steal the money? After Mexico. we steal the money, what should we do? Go with right it? to Mexico. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Like, once we get this all under control, and I think you know we're going to go into the bank with him and things like that to get all this fixed, and I think it eventually will be fixed. But when a parent reaches that point where they can't really handle their own, like, I just don't want to. Like, I don't want to be in a position where I'm like, do you know how to do this, old idiot? Well, well let me ask you a serious question: Was he? 
you say he was hacked or duped. Did he fall for a... Is there a scam that he remembers falling for? Like, did he get a phone call from someone and say, like... That's what I keep asking, but I don't think so. But I think that he probably got duped over the phone. That's what I think. Because when, got- when I'm around him and there, his phone rings, like, he's not very familiar with how to use the phone. If there's a... Like, he doesn't even add people that he knows his contact information into his phone. So every number is an unknown number. number. Right. Could be so, somebody knows, somebody doesn't. Right. So he's going to answer the phone regardless. And if it was somebody to be like, hi, I'm from Bank of X. Will you please just verify all of this information? Well, I feel like he'd be like, all right. And then how do I explain to him that he can't do that? I've gotten calls before. A robot calls and they're like, this is your bank. There has been a a glitch. A glitch? A glitch in your your account. Call us immediately to confirm. And there's been a few times where even me, I mean, I think I'm a pretty with it guy. Mm -hmm. And I'll like grab my phone and be like, I got to find the number on the back of my card now. And then... I'll realize that the number that they called me from, like I'll like Google it mm-hmm. and it'll be like- Is in Bahrain. It's like, yeah, this is, I'm like, oh, that's, I thought it was just, I thought it was in Bank of America, but apparently I'm a member of Bank of Bahrain. Yeah, well, he was confused because he was like, I don't even have a card attached to this. Like he's, it's just his savings account. He's like, I don't use it. It's not like he went up to a gas station and put the card in or anything right. like that. He's like, I don't know how anyone could have found this, well, but it's Dumpster like, divers, you know, there's all sorts of things people throw out that has information on there, personal information. Sometimes people- People are just really good at guessing that stuff, too. <laughs> figure it Someone out. just guessed all of the numbers in his account? Yeah, there's only like nine numbers. Not that hard to figure out. I just want to know if the, if this person actually had the had the guts to call over the phone and set up a phone transfer. they got to have some kind of a recording of this conversation, right? Don't they give you that all calls might be monitored for, for quality assurance? Yeah, but... Listen, I know, uh, listen, losing 10000 or $15,000, is no one's okay with that. But in the scheme of what the banks are dealing with, which is, this is happening billions of times every day, and they're insured for all this stuff anyway, yeah, sure, they may deal with it. Like, they may say, yeah, we'll put it on our list of things to look into, but- that's so small in their world that I know you guys want to feel like you got. We got to find the guy. The guy, right? We got the guy, and, and the guy is locked up in jail now, and he's getting you know sodomized by his cellmate. And aha, was it worth it? I mean, he has ten grand. It's kind of worth it. But I think that realistically, they'll go like, yeah. Yeah, we're covered for this. We'll deal with it. It's the same thing that happens when like your car gets broken into and you're like livid. And you're like, how could someone go in there? They took my day and, and they took my Hootie and the Blowfish CD, those sons of bitches. I'll get them. And then you go to the cops. You're going to deal with this? And they're like, no, we're not going to deal with this. <laughs> yeah, they're like, care. this isn't worth our time. Yeah, I mean, they're going to replace the money. So that's, of course, nice when you know that you have protection in that situation. And really, who's getting robbed is the bank or the insurance company. But then it kind of, like there was a little part of me, and she said it too, where we were like, man... That guy just got ten grand doing nothing. You think, you think to yourself, like, wow, if I was a criminal, think of all the money I could get for not doing that much. Stuff. Yeah, like if you know that the person is going to get reimbursed, and the really who you're robbing is the bank. You're kind of just bank robbing, which is also illegal. Well, yeah, that's true. But I mean, it, when you're sticking it to the man or sticking it to the bank, it's a little less like it's not as morally crippling as if you're stealing from Are an old man. Are you behind this by chance? I'm not saying... Are you the one who stole the money from your I'm father I'm saying brunch is on me. Because you're kind of... <laughs> You're kind of defending the, the, the thievery here. I'm not defending him. There was just a moment not in my me. mind that I was like, wow, that guy just got, or girl, just got 10 probably a guy. grand. Yeah, it's probably grand. a loner guy. And probably, still. and probably if they figured out a system that works, they've probably done this many, many times. I mean, is it, why quit with this? Why quit with your father-in-law? It's probably happened so many other, the people that scare me more than that because $10,000 you notice when that goes missing the people that are really making the money are the people that have figured out ways to take like 5 cents 12 cents from a yeah from, for like years tons of people for years and no one notices because that's I what I want to do I wouldn't notice if I was like looking at it I was like I thought I only pumped $70 worth of gas but it says I pumped $71 alright I guess I did Yeah. and that, that guy was able to do that for millions of people that guy's living the high life yeah like I went to the coffee shop the other day and it said it was $4 for my drink but then she charged me 5 so she's scamming me she probably pocketed that extra buck well here's the good thing he'll get his money back if you had the choice right now hmm. money you get the money back or you get the guy caught. Like they could say, hey, we can get you your $12,000 oh, back. back or we can spend that money, guarantee you we'll catch the guy and and prosecute him. You, I can't want, even do half and half? You want the, half the money and you get to kick the guy in the junk. Okay, I would do that. All right, deal. 
We've solved the problem. That's a really Denny. expensive chunk kick. Very expensive. Got to make. Got to wear your cleats. Really hard. Got to wear your cleats. This is <laughs> drop the subject. It's the all new channel Q. I'll uh, be back in a moment. Wrap up the show today. Now that we've solved another one of the world's problems, I think that we can leave here with our heads held high on channel Q. Back after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Unfortunately, drop the subject on the new Channel Q has been canceled. No, it hasn't. But oh, we are. <laughs> I was convinced you were going to say cancel. I said it's funny. I just checked my email three minutes ago. We weren't canceled. What happened? <laughs> no, we we have not been canceled yet. But we must say goodbye for the day. Um, but before you go, I want to tell you how you can win a trip to New York City to celebrate Pride Weekend. It is Pride season. It's very exciting. There's all kinds of places where you can wear a G-string and drink an apple teeny. And New York City is no different. So Channel Q and Schaffer Hoffer Grapefruit is going to help you. They want to send you and a friend to one of the biggest Pride parties in the world. You will get round-trip airfare and a four-night hotel stay in New York City. But you have to go to wearechannelq.com in order to enter. I think you have to be 21. Yes, you have to be 21. 21 and so does your guest. So just go there, enter to win, and you could be flying to the Big Apple to celebrate Pride. Or as we have to say, the Big Pomegranate. Huh? All right. Huh? The big grapefruit? Me. No? Nothing? Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. Hopefully you win the uh, trip and you can go to New York and all that good stuff. We will uh, be back again tomorrow for the return of the patent pending and always changing GMA. Get your questions to us right now. Do not hesitate uh, on the socials at DTS Show or We Are Channel Q. Thank you for everyone who's uh, said nice things. If you have not heard our show in its entirety, you can go ahead, download, and subscribe to the podcast. Search for Drop the Subject. Yes, please do. And uh, Write a review. Thanks for the reviews, whatever they say. We shall see you tomorrow. Same gay time, same gay station. Until then, we say bye. Uh, curious. That was Allie's burp. <laughs>